You are about to listen to another great audio podcast of Let's Grow Pulling, brought to you by the Outlaw Truck and Tractor Pulling Association. You can find them on the web at outlawpulling.com and on Facebook at Outlaw Truck and Tractor Pulling. They are the thunder in the dirt. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Sir Van Beek, how are you, sir? Hey, good. How's it going, Jason? Good. Welcome to our, this is the second podcast we did. The one we did was in the car that day driving from Kaiser. (laughs) But I listened to it later, and our our cell phone service wasn't very good. So I yeah. appreciate you doing this. So no, not a problem. All right. So two things we're going to talk about tonight. I want to talk about your new diesel super stock, and then of course I, you know, everybody. I shared out the wrap ideas today. I know it's not finalized yet, but I wanted people to kind of see what you and I are looking at for ideas. And you're you're going to be my title sponsor, Extreme Performance and Tire Cutting um, is sponsoring a remedy. So I'm excited to have your wrap on the tractor this year and obviously your rims and tires and see if we can uh, go out there and uh, be very competitive. So, yeah, um, absolutely. So let's talk about extreme performance and tire cutting kind of give me just, you know, the base, the basic biz, uh, business overall. Then I'll start to ask you some questions about it and stuff like that, Taylor. Like, what do you do for pullers? What do you offer? Where are you located? All that good stuff. Yeah. So uh, first of all, we're out of Rock Valley, Iowa. Um to uh, the services it goes to, um, we do anything from literally. I just knocked out a set of uh, uh, pedal pull tractors for Justin Sucker Schneider, and we do everything to my diesel super stock. We sent a set of uh, meat house tires out to California. They just left last week. So, anything from a four engine mod to a pedal pull tractor, we'll cut on anything. Um, we've also done some uh, work for John Deere, like some plastic load loss testing. We've done some monster truck stuff. So anything in the rubber, we'll cut it. We'll get it to your specs. We'll do whatever. Um, so, yeah, we stay pretty busy with that. Yeah. Um, no, I love it. I love it. I love it. Do you see, I mean, as your, what's your biggest business? 24.5s, 20.8s, 30.5s. I know and there's just not as many 30.5s out there. Probably yeah. I'm guessing 24.5, but you tell me. Yeah, by far. 24.532s is where we put most of our primary focus in engineering and uh, design, redesigning the tires, you might say, of uh, not redesigning, but um, profiling the tires to what we want for customers, whether whatever class they're in, you might say light limited pro 4.1 to a pro stock. We spend a lot of research in there. Uh, that's where most of our customer base is at. We don't have many 20.838 tires out here like you guys got out in, you know, Wisconsin, Illinois area. Uh, we are getting in there quite a bit, but we spend most of our time with the 24.532s. So, yeah, with this new whole shot from uh, Pro Pullers that is coming out, today we are at 28 brand new sets that uh, we've got on uh, the list right now. So we've got a very, very busy spring ahead of us. Very wow. busy. That's awesome. That's awesome. But so if I see, you know, if I, if I have a polar friend or whatever that sees extreme performance and I have a set of 20.8s or a set of 18 fours, but I can still contact you, right, Taylor? And you're still cut those for me or give yeah. me a new set. You have connections to all those. Yeah. So we do a uh, top cuts on 18.4, 16.9s, 14.9s, uh, bar cuts on them for antique pullers. We've got a lot of great customers out there that have great success with antique guys. Um, we then you get into the 20.838 double cuts where your pro farms and stuff run we've got customers all over the nation that run them as well too it uh and then yeah obviously you go into your 24.5 world where that's the majority of the tires you might say for your national levels and stuff and that's where we uh kind of specialize in but 
30.5s, we're starting to get into that world pretty good too. We got a lot of new customers on this year that uh, we've never had before on national circuits. So, and even in the 24.5s, we're starting to gain a lot of traction. Guys are starting to notice that uh, work that we've been putting in. And we're excited for this 2021 season. It's going to be a great season so far. We're looking forward to it. In your business, Taylor, is there a busier time of the year? Is it, I mean, is it winter because everybody's getting ready for a new season or is it summer with you constantly sharpening people's tires? What do you, like, do you see a peak or a slowdown or is it just kind of crazy all the time? Yeah, yeah, Jason, that's a great question because we deal with farmers, you know, so in the spring and the fall, a lot of them guys are either planting or harvesting, so they put their toys away to the side and they get their job done. Uh, but this year, Obviously, with uh, the new tire coming out, we're going to be very busy this spring. But usually in the summertime, we're doing a lot of touch-ups. And in the wintertime, uh, guys are getting ready for winter pole, maybe Gordyville, Louisville, Kansas City, Murfreesboro, Keystone, wherever it is. We send out tires everywhere. So that usually get a big touch-up run there. And then, yeah, usually yeah, spring, once some guys get out of the field, they procrastinate, unfortunately. And all of a sudden, they hit us right before June, you know, and – we're touching up, getting these guys ready to go for the season. But our main thing would be probably summer touch-ups. We do a lot of touch-ups. Um, and I, I think that uh, this year with guys pulling a little bit last year and usually they'd wear through their tires uh, in a full season and we'd be ready to do them this spring. I think they're going to get to that midsummer rush and all of a sudden see they need an edge and we're going to be pretty busy again this summer with touch-ups. Yeah, completely understood. Completely understood. Trying to think of like random questions, Taylor, that you probably get from pullers. Um, what if they have a set of used tires and they don't want to deal with selling them? Is that something you can help them out with? If they're getting a new set of tires from you, how do you handle something like that? Yeah, so usually when customers are looking at a new set or a set that I've got used in inventory and they want to upgrade, we'll definitely help them move them out. You know, Facebook helps us move out tires quite a bit. Over the last five years, you know, with a beer money pulling team for sale wanted, uh, there's track. There's probably nine or ten different sites that you can cross post them on that okay. reaches over the whole kind of you know U.S. that helps us move them tires and pulloff.com is also great. Uh, we will trade in tires as well too. The trade in market it just depends on what you got. I mean, the Firestone Puller 2000s, they they depreciated quite a bit over the time since Pro Pullers have come out with their tire um, and. You know, now that these new whole shots come out, the USA Pro Pullers, are they still going to have a market? You know, it's hard to say. We're kind of new into the game yet. But uh, there's still guys that call around and want to upgrade. And I think the biggest thing that I'd like to tell the people out there that probably have a 24.5 Puller 2000, look at your VO date. If it's a 2007, 8, 9 tire that you've been running for five, six years now, and you think that there's a Puller 2000 out there that's a 2014, 15, 16 model, that just because you have a Polar 2000 that it won't help you, it will. Them tires that have been run out since 2007 when they first came out, them sidewalls have been probably used and abused and you've worn their time up, you know, that if you're in a heavier horsepower class, that just going to a new Polar 2000 would help you at that point in time. Obviously going to the Pro Polar, it might even help you more just because they are a little bit taller and wider and they kind of got the same rubber material in it, the Polar 2000, but... A lot of guys, I feel like in the Polar 2000 market, they just feel like since they've got this tire, it could have been run on a pro stock for three years and then a 4-1 for five years, and then they got it. That tire might be well past its age, you know, of performing well. So don't be afraid of these Polar 2000s that these newer guys are selling. They're, they're still going to help you at an advantage just because it's the same 
circumference width, the the cordings on the sidewalls will help you out quite a bit. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so like with the Mitas and Pro Polar and the Firestone, I felt like for the longest time, they really never made a tire just for pulling, right? It was up to the cutters like yourself to take that tire and shape it. But was the Firestone Polar kind of the first one to change that in your mind? Or do I need to go back farther than that, Taylor? Yeah, no. Uh, so Firestone, they always came out with the 8-ply and 10-ply pullers back in the day, in the 30.5s, you might say. And then they made the 24-5, 32, 10-ply puller. And that kind of, it was still almost like an egg tire where you'd take the lug heights down. But Firestone was the first company to come out with the Polar 2000. So they did that in the 30.5s originally. And I believe it was like in 2001 already. And then in 2007, they came out with the 24-5, 32. And from there till Pro Pullers really came on the market. And Bob Parks with a Parks Puller. They were literally the only tire uh, that would come out of the factory, out of the mold, looking like a pulling tire. Other than that, you literally had to shave everything down to get it to the specs and the circumference or the the uh, profile that you wanted to. I mean, you were taking the lugs off and using an egg tire and making it to what you needed it to. Sure, Taylor. For somebody who doesn't maybe doesn't know understand what ply is, like tell tell the difference between an eight ply and a ten ply and a twelve ply. What does that mean? Yeah, so in the 30.5 world, we'll start there. Um, the 8-ply is for these light-limited super stocks that need to really be down on the weight. You know, they're weighing 6,000 to 6,500 pounds. Um, they're not looking for something that's going to hold a lot of weight on the back end and a lot of pressure. They're just looking for lightness. So, obviously, the ply rating will – the lower the life, the lower the ply rating, the lower the weight. So our light limited supers, uh, which is a struggle right now too, is just trying to find these eight and 10 ply 30.5s that were made back in the eighties and nineties to get these guys, the, the tires that they need to be at the weight that they need. So once you go into the tens and the 12 plies, that's when you get into your, you might say diesel super stocks, your modifieds in the 30.5 world. So now when we go to the 24, five, um, which we're going to help you out with, the 10 plies are good for, you say, your 466s, your 8500 light limited pros. Uh, some light limited super stocks run them as well, too, with the 24.5s, and they work out great. You get into that 4.1 class, you're going to start moving into the 12 ply. Uh, we do have some super okay. farm guys that weigh that 9,300 9, pounds that are moving into them 12 plies and having some success with them. And then when you get into your pro stock, Pro Polar also built a 14 ply. And at the end of the season, if guys give them enough time, uh, they, they're just stiff. I mean, when we mount them up, they're hard to mount up. I mean, them sidewalls, they're, it's not cement, but they're, they're hard. And I think if guys give them enough time, they'll work out for them. And we've seen that at the end of the year with one of our customers that it took them about seven or eight runs to finally get them where he needed to be in the air pressure and break them in. But once he did, he had great success. I like it. I like it a lot. So basically the ply determines how much materials in the sidewall, basically, correct? Is that a simple yeah, way? Yeah, it's how many cords are laid in the sidewall and then the, the strength and the integrity of the sidewall. Yep. Gotcha. So like when we see a, uh, when we see a tire, like in a picture and some of the photographers, you know, we have just take awesome photos and you almost can see like through the whole tire, you can see the wrinkle. That's probably going to be a lower ply tire. 
right? That's just been kind of used and abused. Like, I feel like you can see almost circle patterns of the side. Yeah. So there's two things I can determine that it's either the, the tires are starting to give out, you know, which will lower your draw bar height at the end. And um, obviously you want to see the tires wrinkle because there's a little bit of a hookup there, you know, you know, they're doing their job, but if, you know, there's a bar count that we kind of have a secret where we want to see them bars, how many of them are really wrinkled, you might say, uh, to find sure. out if our customer's running an older tire or too low of air pressure, or if there's not enough wrinkle, are they running too much air pressure? There's a lot of kind of, in photos, like you said, uh, we do have great photographers out there. I mean, it's unbelievable. Um, I, I, I could start naming them, but I'd feel bad if I left somebody out, but I know like Ryan and Ryan uh, and Rodney Crum, they do a great job, and they're kind of more located around me, so I'm just going to use them as examples. But they take some excellent photos, and that helps us as cutters tremendously. Um, Ryan Rosnick and Rodney Crum are just amazing. Um, Ham Boys, Mark Ham, is also very good at it as well, too. And I, like I said, I'm, not, I'm probably leaving somebody out, but them are, them oh, are yeah. just the guys. You're going to make somebody yeah. mad, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but them are just the guys I'm using off of the top of my head because they're the websites that I check. Once a customer runs, yep. uh, they're around here, and I know their websites, and I just get right to them, or they contact me, and I ask for a photo, and they're very easy to work with. Yep, no, understood completely. I like it. How does how does one get into the tire cutting business, Taylor? What's your story? I mean, did you just wake up one day and say, I want to be covered in black rubber every day? Or, <laughs> uh, tell, how did this happen? Yeah, buddy? so uh, it would have been 2011. Uh, it was down in Gordyville, and I was pulling and I was taking a lot of time off for work. I used to work at DNK Repair, which would have uh, been the Red Rock guys, Dave Rosemont and Kurt Coima. And I went to school to be a diesel mechanic. Loved what I did, but uh, I was taking so much of my vacation time off just going pulling on that outlaw circuit. I mean, at that point in time, I think we had 32 hooks in the super farm class. So I was burning up, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I had no vacation time other than pulling. And I just decided that, you know, if I'm going to keep doing this uh, pulling and chasing these points that I've got to somehow either find a way to get into the pulling industry so that I can be my own boss or start my own shop. And I really didn't want to start my own shop because of all the tooling that you'd have to buy and stuff. And Bryce and Gender kind of reached out to me, you know, there's, uh, I was always got my tires cut by him and he was getting more into, you might say, the machining parts that he does now, VGM. Uh, so we kind of talked back and forth and um, kind of went down there for two months and watched him do what he did. And he kind of showed me all these tricks. And this is kind of the point where I like, you know what, I think this is something that this will allow me to do what I want when I want, uh, get in the porn industry and there, I just pulled the trigger and I said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a tire cutter. Um, you know, you'll see guys that'll buy tire cutting machines and try it for a month or two and give out. And I didn't make that commitment until I went down there and seen exactly what it was all about and just interacting with the customers. I'm, I'm a social person. So it was, it was a perfect job for me. I got to talk with pullers all the time, do what I love. And it, it revolved with my hobby. So it, it was a no brainer for me not to do it. Yep. No, I like it. <clears throat> I like it a lot. No, you're very, the people that have reached out to me, like, Hey, how do I get a hold of Taylor? And I just give out your cell phone number of it, or they message yeah. you on Facebook or stuff like that. There's so many, there's so many ways for people to get a hold of you now. I mean, they can call you, they can text you, they can message you on the Facebook page. They can message you on your personal page. You know, there's a lot of different ways to get a hold of you and, and talk tires. And I really encourage everybody to do that. I'm excited, you know, to have you 
cut my tires for the remedy uh, this season and beyond and continue to work together on that. Who are some of your uh, point champions you've had the last couple of years? Um, have you kind of had them all over? Has it been kind of in a certain class or what have you seen? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously being in the Midwest here, we got a lot of the, you know, outlaw guys. Uh, You've got your red rock uh, super farm points champion. Um, You had uh, Brian deck in the uh, four, one class with a one bad apple. Yep. Um, I'd have to, uh, now you're putting me on the spot and I had to try thinking of all. Yeah, I should have <laughs> gave you a heads up. On uh, we've had, no, no sorry, we've Taylor. had quite a few points championships this last year. Um, you know, just, uh, for the short season, this 2021 year was kind of a little bit different, but like Jerry Roberts with a wicked white tail out there, I think he, uh, won out yep. in, uh, Wheatland or what was that? There was another shy diesel. He, he did very good. Yeah, yeah he did very good with the Wicked White yep. out there in the Super Farm PPL class. Um, we've got guys out in uh, uh, North New York. Uh, I'm trying to think of the guy's name. Uh, we won a point championship out there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, between uh, all the organizations, we've had a lot of point championships um, throughout the years. I mean, obviously, with the Outlaws, we're right here. It doesn't matter if it's probably 466 or Super Farm or Light Limited Pro our limited pro stock, we probably picked up all them point championships just because them guys are close. But we do, we do got customers yep. or people in the organization that I'll sit and have a beer with them afterwards and they get their tires cut from somewhere else. Um, but at the end of the day, so it's not like everybody in the Outlaws also just comes to me just because I'm part of it. Uh, they do go other places and that's fine. I mean, I, I can't do everybody in the Outlaws, but I make sure that uh, the customers – Tires that we got out there, it doesn't matter if they're pulling NTPA, PPL, uh, Mid-Missouri, uh, TTPA, ITPA. Uh, we give them the best tire out there possible so that they have the chance every night when they unload that tractor out of the trailer, they got a chance to win. Taylor, if I'm, if I'm listening to this podcast and I'm in Tennessee or California or New York or somewhere far away, should I be should I wor- should I be worried about calling you? I mean, how do you get rims and tires all over the nation like this? Is it is it a big deal? Is it a pain in the butt or yeah? I mean, so no, I mean the if you want a brand new tire or something that's around our neck of the woods that you're looking at buying used or something, um, we'll definitely get it up to our place. We'll get them cut if they're new. We'll get them cut. We got them sitting in stock here. And we got really good shipping rates. We'll get them out to your front door at uh, possibly the lowest cost possible. Um, the biggest issue that I have with customers out and you might say that east side of the Mississippi is sometimes it'll cost $250 to ship them over here. And then $250 back, you got $500 in the shipping, but I've got a lot of customers that have, um, you know, bought new tires from us and might say had them cut by, uh, just sharpening them themselves or something or, uh, brought them somewhere else. And they end up coming back to us. We take a lot of pride in watching when the tires come back, where the wire points are. So we make sure that if the tire ballooned up a little bit, we'll take care of that adjustments. We're just not going to run a hot knife over it and sand it and call it good. We take a lot of detail into what our tires come out of the fact or our shop at. So we can help you with shipping. Um, it, it is a little more expensive to go out to that, um, you know, might say east or west coast. But if you think about it, if it costs you another four hundred dollars to ship instead of a hundred dollars of driving them if i can get you another uh over the season another six or seven better place finishes it pays off for itself so i mean 
you really got to look at it in the long run of how we're going to help you out in the long run to make sure that you, instead of getting that fourth place finish, we get you in that first or second or, you know, what it may be. And uh, I know there's not a lot of prize money into it, but sometimes we can make up that cost better than just, you know, might say trying to whack the tires off by yourself or uh, sending to somebody that doesn't quite know our program. That was a good question. Good yeah, question. Nope, I completely understand. Well, I know that's the one thing is like I'm trying to look at it from your point yeah. of view as a business person because I know we teamed up together for me to give you more exposure, you know, and I and obviously a lot more people have heard of already extreme performance and tire cutting and I want them, you know, want the remedy to run well, obviously, and that's going to be good for both of us because I like to uh, I like to do well and I also want to I want to drive yep. business back to you. And I want to make sure that people know that you're a good dude and that you'll work with them, even if they aren't yeah. right next door. Cause that's the biggest thing that I hear all the time as well. They have to keep your tire cutters local and stuff like that, or where they get it from. And I agree to a point, but if somebody out there has a good product and they take care of you and it's a couple, I mean, as much money as we spend on these things, Taylor, if somebody can't spend a couple hundred bucks on shipping, then yeah, it's going to be okay. So that's, that's yeah. all I'm saying there. All right, let's switch gears. <clears throat> let's talk about your diesel super stock. Um, new, new setup this year. You had bought my, you know, you and my dad kind of did a little horse trading. He got the four one, you know, the yep. beautiful black tractor. But actually, he just sold recently to Jesse Giza yep. down in Southern Iowa. So we'll see how he uh, he did a really nice job with it Wednesday night out there at Gordy One on the test passes, and then Friday night. I just wish you would have came out a few few hundred more RPM stronger because you were the track was really good and just didn't quite have just didn't quite get on top like I wanted him to on Friday yep. night. But that's okay. He, he he had last time he had driven a pulling tractor was about 10 years ago yeah i thought he did stock. a great job with it so he went from a farm stock to he, he nailed it i just wanted a few more rpms yep. on friday night so you got into diesel super with the agco uh, my dad's and i think you found some of the same love we did with the alice john Moore diesel super stock and sounds like this year we're switching up programs right we're going red can you talk about everything that you got yeah going on so uh when we bought that uh swap tractor you might say with your dad mike uh, yep. We ran that LS4 26 block for about two or three years and just couldn't keep the blocks together. We were trying to push it too hard, you might say. Uh, how Shramick does it blew my mind. I don't know how he does it. Um, I agree. It, it's unbelievable. Because <laughs> I've, uh, <laughs> I've had three built crankshafts sitting there in my shop cracked. I had two split blocks. How he And we, we were doing the same tie-down system, you know, kind of. Uh, we were working with Max Simpson, but... Uh, I'll give Brian Shramick all the credit in the world. Him, he he just he's very particular and he's very on top of his game. And he's been in it for a long time, so I mean, there's no question about that. But oh, he fought it. He fought it for years when when the rest of us gave up on. The yes, Dallas. yes, he, he did. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and uh, where we yeah. might uh, think, wow. well, this might work here. You know, he he doesn't. I mean, he he's just got it down to the science. So, but I I did give up on the else. Uh, I went to. Uh, uh, the I think in 2018 I went to just a stock 466 block, ran a Hypermax recast uh, crank in there, ran that for two years and had good success. We put uh, 32 passes on that motor on the diesel super, never had a problem. But we weren't pushing it that hard. We were probably putting out 220 pounds of boost. Uh, didn't have the turbo sizes to run quite with. You might say the top guys out there now this year. We're going to do something a little bit different. Uh, so last year we were, uh, it was kind of a weird season, a short season, you might say. So we didn't quite get everything that we wanted done. But uh, we've got the Hypermax box in there this year. 
Uh, we're going to the three sugar bowl setup. I've been working with Jeff at Hypermax there a little bit. Uh, also working with Hearts Diesel. And uh, we're going to be putting on their fuel system injectors lines. Uh, we got the same cylinder head that you got on, Jason, that Northwood cylinder head. Brian Hitt, he knows what he's doing over there. We, I, I, yeah, I'm excited for I him. talked to Brad uh, at Harry's Heads, and we've flowed the Hypermax head. We've flowed the Lemke head. Nothing against them. They're all great heads, but um, Brett at Harry's head thought that he could get this thing going, and Brian was very easy to work with, and he knows what he's doing up there in Minnesota. He's a smart, smart guy, and I encourage anybody that's listening to this podcast, if you're thinking about a new cylinder head, just definitely just give them a shot. Just talk to them. Uh, give them your time of day because you won't regret it. He's very knowledgeable. He knows what he's doing, and Brett at Harry's heads. Uh, that guy will help you out as well, too, as far as valves and valve pressure, everything. We've never had a problem on our valve train ever since we went to this with uh, rockers, lift arms, nothing. I mean, it, it's it. They they know what they're doing, and they've got a good product, and that's why I have no problem saying them on this because, um, yeah, obviously you wouldn't be buying a brand new head either if you didn't feel comfortable with them, and they're good. No, he was texting me. He was texting me while I was in Gordiwana, you know, when Lindstrom had that good pass. And I think, uh, I'm trying to think who has his head on that did, did well up there. Maybe Lindstrom. I think Dick's got one on deck, yep. And uh, I think, yeah, I got, I'd have to go back and look through my text messages. But it was fun because he was texting me like, hey, our heads are one, two or one, two, three or something like that in the class. So it was pretty excited about him. And I'd been talking to him for a couple months and been talking to Tony about it as well. And, you know, obviously I talked to Hearts. And they wanted me to try it, and I'm excited. He uh, been sending me pictures of it. We've yeah. been having some fun with it. And I'm excited, really excited yeah. to see what so, it can do. Uh, so. With the motor program, you know, that's kind of what we got going on there. And then we had a new chassis belt here this year. Uh, so it just got back from powder coating last week. We're kind of reassembling everything. We got the air ride suspension on there. And uh, it's going to have the same sheet metal on it this year. And we're going to hopefully try getting everything. I've been working on it today, and that's why it's been kind of – a little bit, you might say, the de, uh, escalating the tire cutting room because we're just trying to quick get this tractor uh, together as fast as possible before all these new tires show up. But yeah, you still got customers that are calling in for touch ups and top cuts on these 18438s. But we're kind of excited to get this new tractor out here. Uh, it's new chassis, new motor, new turbo setup, new fuel pump. So everything's going to be new. Uh, will I run with Travis Schlaubach and Colin Ross? Uh, probably not. Um, I, there's going to be a thing. There's going to be a thing <laughs> called a, a waste gate, and uh, we're probably going to put that on there <laughs> so that so that we can uh, that it. way when I break in the summer, I hopefully don't break. I can service my customers in the summertime because when I'm working on that tractor in the summertime, it, it's very hard for me to just a diesel super stock in general. It's hard to maintain. And then nevertheless, oh, try to exactly. maintain your customer's tires. I can't be working on that diesel super stock all summer long, uh, like what them other guys do. And I give them credit. I don't know how they do it. It's awesome. We love running or watching the diesel supers run. And that's why I joined the class. It's fun to run it. But it, it, uh, it takes a lot of yep. maintenance. Um, so, yeah, yeah we're going to, you know, I mean, it'll have the potential to, uh, you know, I don't know if I'd say run with them guys, but. You know, if they mess up and I get a good pass, I, I could maybe get by them, but we're not going to run it that way all season long. We're going to put a wastegate on it. And we're going to control a little bit. But I think it'll definitely be a huge improvement from what people have ever seen from us because I've been a guy that's always been competitive in my life. It didn't matter if I was in Super Farm 
uh, stock, uh, limited pro stock. I've always been competitive. And it was a challenge for me to get into this diesel super class. And I want to get uh, my fans uh, what they deserve. And my family follows me around and they always say, yeah, you should have stuck in the super farm. You're always better in that class. But I want to prove them wrong. And uh, hopefully this is the year to do it in the diesel super stock class. Well, I, I, it's still my favorite class, but I don't have the money <laughs> uh, to do it. So you, thank you. You just uh, you you got much. the smarts to stay where you're at. That's <laughs> what you got. No, I don't know. We'll see. We will definitely see. Can you, I know you donate some money to veterans. Can you talk about what yeah, you so do? Yeah, so with Revered Motorsports, what we do, and that's the name of the tractor. And actually, Dad's changing it. He, he, he's he's kind of controlling me on this. He wants to bring it back to Extreme Pleasure this year, but we're going to just take and this is the nice part about your tractor too, Jason, is that remedy. We can just cut off part of that and put a new wrap part just in that section there. So we're going to take the name of Revered off and bring it back to Extreme Pleasure, but we're still going to be helping out the veterans with Warriors Never Give Up. Uh, so it is going to go back to Extreme Pleasure. Um, and what we do is we teamed up with Warriors Never Give Up out of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And what they do is they take veterans that have been on uh, missions and stuff, and they just – take them out hunting and fishing, just something simple outdoors. And they feel like these guys finally can connect with somebody doing something that they like. So they get volunteers from all over to help these veterans come together, go out, hunt, fish. And that's when these veterans finally feel like they can talk to each other, talk about their problems that I wouldn't understand. You know, you, you have served and I appreciate that. You know, you might understand some of the stuff that they go through, but uh, a typical uh, American like me that didn't serve in the military, I couldn't understand. You know, I've heard some of their stories that what this program does to them, and it's life-changing for them. And that's what we're trying to do is help these veterans out. They give up so much of their sacrifice to their family, their time, and they put their life on the line. And I, as an American, I think that's the only thing I could do not serve my country myself is to support them to make sure that we have the freedoms and yeah, just everything that we have. No, it's it's great. I mean, I know you're getting a little emotional, and I know you're passionate about it, and I appreciate that a lot because they are. They they need help, and I, I never served in active wartime or anything like that, so I have no clue what it's like to watch your buddy die or, you know, just crazy the crazy stories. I've talked to veterans as well because I like to talk to them about it, and it's not always comfortable, but I like to at least get it out there so, because sometimes you just need to talk to someone and get off your chest and – you know, and and just get out there and do some different things. So kudos to you for doing that. I really, yeah. I really, really appreciate you doing that. Um, Taylor, I know we got to get going, and I yeah. got to get ready for our Let's Grow Pulling Live on Facebook. And I got Russ Yoder coming on. Yeah, maybe you can get the him in a uh, set of tires. Piece. We're going to talk about shit. <laughs> we'll work on that. We'll definitely work on that. Um, so back to the tire business. And, again, thank you for the partnership that we've created this year. I am super excited, uh, you know, to represent you out there on you know anywhere in the, in the country where we go pulling and, and to run your tires and rims but like what would be what do you want people to know about taylor van beek and extreme performance and tire cutting like for people that don't know you yet and my my job this year is i'm going to make everybody know you but what well, do you want I, everybody to know about you you know in the business, business perspective i, I mean uh, i'm going to give you the best product out there possible that i can do um and this is going to be a little bit of a uh, sneak peek, but it's not going to be me doing the tire cutting anymore. We actually are going to probably be the first ones to come out with a robotic tire cutting machine. Uh, we've been working on this for a year and a half now. 
and we are we're close. Uh, it, it should be hitting the floor here in July, July, late July, August. Uh, so okay. it'll be like a CNC machine. So how your selling head was getting built, everything is precise. That's what we're going to do with the yep. tire cutting. We're going to take this up to another level because um, it doesn't matter if I'm cutting the tires or another, uh, you know, competitor of mine is cutting the tires, you know, another company. Uh, if you spend one, two time or too much time sanding in front of a log or on top of a log or tip the hot knife this way or the cup that way or whatever it may be, there's, there, it's a human flaw. We, we want to do here is we want to make sure that I'm going to have a program in for this tire. This is your class. This is the bar angle we want. This is the lug height we want. This robot is going to do everything that we tell it to do right on the dot. It, it's going to be huge. And not only for just performance-wise, but for speed time. So when we get guys that come out of Missouri that, you know, they bring up two sets of tires and, you know, typically they'd take us, depending on what needs to be done to them, uh, two days to cut them. We'll be able to put that tires in the machine, get them on the road four or five hours, and they're back. They're not making two trips. So I'm looking out for the customers on this well, too. So we're going to speed up the process of how it gets cut. And also, we'll be able to take this tire cutting machine on the road. So when I go to a, a Louisville or Shipshawana or Gordyville or whatever it may be, I can have this tire cutting machine loaded up on my trailer, enclosed. We'll put that tire in the machine. It finds the circumference, does all that, and away it goes. And 30, 40 minutes later, you're coming out with a fresh new tire. So we're going to help the customers out on shipping. And then when they drive up themselves, they don't have to just drop them off. If they get two or three sets, we'll be able to knock them out fast and get them back on the road without making two trips. So I think that for our customers is going to be a huge beneficiary in the, in the future. And it's going to be as precise as precise can be. I'm, and this is the first I've ever told anybody about it. So I That's mean, exciting. It, it's, it's going to be something. It really is. Yeah. I know you had kind of mentioned it a little bit, but I never really, yeah. you never got that deep into detail. So um, that's awesome. That, that's really, really cool. I'm excited for you. And again, thank you again for, you know, teaming up with me this year. I'm excited again to, you know, to represent you extreme performance and tire cutting and spend some little bit, a little more time out West with you guys in the, on the outlaw circuit this summer. And uh, I look that's forward right. to Dubuque, Iowa. That should be our first hook. Your dad did. Yeah, I think they moved it back a week or two. I think the schedule um, showed like they were, yeah, just yep. wanting to give the guys a little bit more time in the fields. But yeah, they moved it back a week or two uh, just to help the guys out a little bit. But yeah, we, we've got a pretty good schedule of the Outlaws, and that's keeping us busy as well, too. But um, yeah, it, it should be a good season. I hope that we get to get all the events in without too many problems whatsoever. I mean, Weather's always an issue by itself, but we don't need anything else on top of that to affect us. And I hope that we can get through this season. And I look forward to working with you, Jason. Uh, I think we're going to have a good partnership here. And uh, from some of the stuff I've seen you've been posting on Facebook, it looks like uh, you're going to have a pretty good motor, so I don't want to hold you back. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. My fingers are crossed. I'm so excited. I haven't, um, you know, like 2017 was the last year I really – I guess re, you know, freshened everything up the last couple of years. I just been out there just trying to keep it going and uh, different things like that, and took took some time off last summer. I saved up. Yeah, some well, money you gotta and, uh, you gotta pay you gotta pay Tony's beer money yet, too. I'm excited. <laughs> yep, I do, I do, I do. Those, yeah, I tell those you what, take we'll have to money. get him on a set of tires so. here too. But we'll we'll get that figured out. So <laughs> we're gonna. 
Yep. So Taylor, thank you for joining us tonight. I'm going to continue to wave the extreme performance tire cutting banner. Right, you back you. it up, and this is going to work out good. Thank you. Bye. Have a good night. Hey, Jason Schultz here with the Beer Money Pulling Team. And I just want to thank my sponsors of the Beer Money Pulling Team and Let's Grow Pulling and The Remedy. I want to thank the Outlaw Truck and Tractor Pulling Association. Like I said earlier, they are the title sponsor of Let's Grow Pulling. Our good friends at Hearts Diesel, Corsa Data Loggers, Schaefer's Oil, Tractor Zoom, Mach 1 Site Development, Extreme Performance and Tire Cutting, as well as our newest sponsor, Northwoods Engineering. Thanks for listening to our podcast. And while we'll try to do as many of these as we can, as well, if you want to uh, purchase a Beer Money Pulling Team hat, hoodie, t-shirt, koozie, whatever, head over to www.beermoneygear.com. Thanks for listening and have a great night.